off the ball. I don't think Springboks are in crisis because you would hate for a team that is so phenomenally good a year out from the World Cup to be world number one and then to go out in the quarterfinals. Yes, yeah, Stephen, we, we need to subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Want to turn our attention to a story that's been domi- dominating a lot of uh, conversation um, around the dinner table and a lot of WhatsApp groups over the last 24, 48 hours events at Ballyforn in Roscommon uh, during the week where a referee uh, was involved in an incident where he had to be brought off to hospital after the game, an under-17 match uh, between St Aidan's and St Dominic's. Uh, there's further fallout from it this morning. It now seems like all of this weekend's uh, Roscommon football championship games are going to be postponed. Uh, there was a meeting, it appears, last night and referees in the county have opted to go on strike until Sunday midnight following uh, the incident in Ballyforn during the week. So that's where that's at. We're going to be joined on the line in a few moments' time by Intercounty Referee David Goff. Uh, delighted to say that we are joined in studio by another Intercounty Referee, Martin McNally. Good morning to you, Martin. Thanks for coming in. Morning, lads. How are you? Good. Um, this story was something we weren't sure uh, how to approach. We did feel as if we needed to have a conversation about it. So thanks a million for coming in, because I think it's important that at this time, and like I mean, even further to the to the developments this morning that we hear from people who are at the front line of it as such and we're conscious as well that we need to let justice, sporting and potentially otherwise take its course so um, there's a there's a gap in the video and uh, we might let uh, whatever justice uh, that arises over the next few days and weeks fill that gap and we'll be conscious of that as we pick through it as well. Your thoughts when you saw the video? Yeah, look at um, obviously the, the version that we've seen is is I suppose um, shielded a little bit from potentially what happened, mm. but yeah, it I suppose disgust is is the overwhelming um, I suppose feeling from I suppose every referee in the country um, because that could have been any of us, mm. um, and you know you. I suppose you don't think about it until you see something like that. It brings it all. It brings it very much home to to. Um, you know, to to I suppose realise that, yeah, you know, as I said, it could, it could have been it could have been anyone, and and like no referee goes out to spend sixty seventy minute game, you know, uh, ending up in hospital at the end of it, you know. So uh, they all go out to do their job to the best of their ability, and and it was just very sad to see what happened the other night. I'm looking at stats here in front of me, Martin, and, and like I think these stats came from. Dr. No Brick from yeah. Ulster University, like ni- nearly 95% of 438 GA referees surveying, uh, surveyed experienced verbal abuse, mm-hmm. 23% reporting physical abuse. At, like I was texting you about this instant yesterday, and you were, used that word disgusting. Were you surprised, or is it not that surprising? Um, it's, it's not that surprising, I suppose. What Noel Brick um, in the University of Ulster has done, you know, that's you know, it's it's an incredible body of work that they've done, and I know that the GA have contributed in, in some of those facts and figures. They, they've worked at it, and the GA have not hid behind this. We all know we're we're very aware that there, it happens out there, um, but until now, until Noel Brick took this body of work on, there hasn't been any meat on the bone in terms of numbers and figures. Now we have something to work with, um, and we have we have stats to improve. I suppose the the interesting thing that Noel did was he compared them to um, figures of within other sports, so soccer in Ireland and soccer in, in in mainland Europe as well. And our figures are a little bit higher than them, you know, but they're not 
you know they're not massively massively different so I suppose for the first time ever we actually have figures to work with and we have a target now we have a target you know it doesn't matter what you're in if you're in business or whatever you, you need a target so now we have a target and we have something to work with and we, we have something that we can we can improve on you know um, is it going to be an overnight fix no how do we fix it well you know that's that's the next question you know uh, there's an action plan to be put in place now to see what the next step is to improve that because ultimately you know we want to improve um, the respect for officials out there and we want to improve the the spectacle you know Uh, we want people spectators young kids young adults adults who are playing the game to have a good experience of our sport and 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 not have any negative um impact as a result of it and and we're just not talking officials here you know the abuse out there um you know i suppose we're, we're we've moved on to a new whole new level of abuse now with cyber abuse you know online um and you know i suppose it's important to remember yes we're focusing on referees here at the moment but managers players are all subject to this you know and it just it depends what time of the year and what the incident is on, on who's been the target of that abuse it's a bad culture of it out there what's your uh, lived experience because like the one thing that I've been able to establish over the last 24 hours was and it wouldn't have taken a rocket scientist there does appear to have been physical contact the nature exactly that there's loads of different reports about exactly what that is and we, we let that be established but there yeah. was physical contact have you had that in your experience? No I've, n- I've never experienced physical interference or, or, or uh, fi- any type of physical abuse Um yeah, I've, I've I've received the verbal, you know, and I, I don't think I think Shane highlights the stats there. You know, they're in the the ninety percent mark, you know, so that nearly puts everybody in the in the bracket that have uh, abused been abused verbally. Um, we want to improve on that, you know. We we definitely want to improve on it, but in terms of the physical, no. And we are talking, you know, we we are talking about you know physical abuse incidents. They are so much in the minority. I I, I know the figures there that that Noel has come out with, but we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of games within the association, both in a, you know in in Ireland and abroad. Like the GA is a worldwide organisation, you know. So, mm. but you know it's 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 the numbers that Noel has come out with now that gives us a target to improve on that and and, and I think that the GA uh, I know there's an appetite and I know there's a momentum and I suppose maybe that momentum now is is even stronger than ever after what happened the other night to to come up with a change and there's new energy and I think that's not just within the refereeing circles that's within the GA community that there's an appetite and there's a willingness to to try and improve what we're what we're witnessing here at the moment uh, David Goff, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are we? Good. Martin's just been outlining his thoughts on the the clip. Uh, disgusted, but not surprised. I think uh, sums it up. Your view? Um, I suppose it, it, it's frightening when sitting down and thinking about it last night. Um, I don't think in all my years of refereeing, going to uh, an underage game or a club game in Mead. Um, that anywhere in my thought process for the match that evening that I was worried for my physical safety or um, any potential danger on the pitch. It never came in uh, to my mindset at all. And I'm just thinking about the referee in question who probably left his family, like most of us would on on an evening, picked up a couple of umpires maybe for a a, a midweek game and went to the match. 
you know, laughing, joking, having, having fun with his umpires and walked out there thinking, you know, it's a minor game. There's no threat to me or, or to anyone else, but to leave the field in, in an ambulance is uh, a shocking end to what's supposed to be a very enjoyable pastime um, for a referee. And uh, it certainly has never uh, reared its head for me in, in club games and me that never felt in any sort of, of, of danger um, or, or of, of, of physical abuse or, or altercation. And I, I think it's a sad day for the association, albeit, as Martin has rightly pointed out, an isolated incident. We don't have the data to back up, you know, how many um, physical assaults there are on match officials. But of the thousands and hundreds of thousands of, of club games, school games, college games that go on within any GA ca- calendar year, it's very rare we hear of, of, of this type of situation. David, like I remember we, we did a Saturday panel on Off the Ball, I think it was back in 2018, where we were discussing referee abuse, and by chance, the day before, the panel news broke of a referee being kept in his dressing room, locked in his dressing room for 20 minutes uh, during the Donegal Under-14 match for his own safety. Now, that's four years ago. The infamous incident in the Leinster final, of course, 12 years ago. Like, Are the GEA learning here? Is enough being done? Are, are, are there enough supports for, for, for referees who might be suffering online abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, or what's your take on, on, on how it's being handled? Well, first of all, I'd say those things are sometimes reported on no different than, than what we're speak, speaking about this morning. But the very nature of the GA is that an inter-county player will, will get injured next week or there'll be a new appointment in Donegal or Monaghan and, and the media train moves on. And it, it's quite often quickly forgotten and very little is done in, in follow-up to it. And you're right to mention those those incidents, albeit an uh, uh, isolated instance. Have the GA learned? I don't, I don't think that, that they're turning a blind eye to this. I think I have looked at their strategic plan for the next four years, the 2022 to 2026 strategic plan, and, and, and they've come out and said that they're looking at greater recruitment and retention of referees, greater investment of referees, and uh, have, have, have listed as one of their desirables greater respect um, to garner greater respect for match officials. My problem is, as we see all these strategic plans, and they've been there since 2015, and they're like a wish list of, of things that the GA would aspire to do over the coming three years. But very rare, uh, very often those um, plans are left on the shelves and they're, they're very rarely enacted with any real or meaningful backup to them. And, you know, optimising respect for match officials, what are they going to do about that? What have they done in the past? We can look at the Give Respect, Get Respect initiative that was rolled out, which is a lovely slogan um, if everybody understands it. But it is only an initiative. It is up to the players, the managers, the match officials to sign up to that. And if they don't, well, there's no sanction as a result of it. It sounds like you're saying that Croke Park could be doing an awful lot more. Um, I, I think they could be, um, but I think it's a difficult fix. It's not something that's easy. It is, uh, as I see it, coming from an educational point of view, an educational fix. We need to get in at the under-8s, the academies, the under-10s, and we need to be rolling out educational um, uh, programs to those kids about optimising match respect uh, or uh, respect for match officials because that's where it needs to start. That's where the culture change needs to start. And if you can get the mindset right with children and underage, it will eventually roll over in, in six to eight to ten years' time. But it is that education because quite or far too often our coaches, our GDOs um, are, are, are quite very well versed and skilled in upskilling the children in the skills of Gaelic games. But if you ask anyone what their definition of respect is, 
you're going to get a different response. There's four of us here this morning, and if I asked any of you to define what respect is, we get four different responses. And then how to tie that in to what your definition is, to what you would see on a Gaelic football field, is an extremely difficult thing for people to do. So it, it, it does take a, an education piece around that to change the culture. Martin, just in relation to that, I think Dave makes a very fair point about the news cycle, that there's a bump in this stuff now, and as I said, it's in all the WhatsApp groups, people who don't follow sport are talking about it, it's obviously dominating news, new, main news headlines, and that's grand, but that all dies away next week, and you lads are still left there going, right, who's, who's batting for us now? Yeah, you know, something, you know, I suppose these things have a... Have a uh, habit of of going down the stream with the with the next batch of news that comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the GA, I think David's one hundred percent right. The GA are, are working on it. They are slightly hamstrung in the in the sense that they're such a massive organisation, and it's very hard for them to to reach out to every little corner of Ireland to 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 fix the issues that are going on, and they're relying on, I suppose filtering out from Crow Park, going down to the provinces, going down to the county boards, then out to the clubs. Um and, and you know, there there is there is an effort going on out there. I think this is actually going to up the ante in terms of the effort that's going on out there. I just want to go back to David's other point there in terms of the education. I think we've a massive asset nationwide and it's already in place in terms of the coming the month school and uh, the GDOs. Every every primary school in the country is a GDO going in. I think there's a there's a possibility or, or an opportunity to use them people and and the likes of the coming the month school as an educational tool and 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 educate the kids at a very young age and also in turn bring that education home to the parents. Every young kid has to do their homework with their parents and let's let's bring some of that in that the parents are involved and you know we start I suppose getting the message out there about the respect of officials, the respect um, from uh, players to officials, managers, spectators towards officials. And then, you know, when we start slowly but slowly, you know, I think I think everybody who's involved in officiating in GA games will be held in a higher esteem. And, and it, it's, as David said, it is it is a cultural thing, but, you know, it, it's... It, it is fixable you're never going to eliminate it it doesn't matter you can never legislate for what a human interaction is going to be and, and, a, and a response or a reaction like on the pitch you know but I definitely think that there's there's an opportunity there and, and it does realistically everything boils back to the education the one thing that you would say is that that in terms of tackling it of course those things you talk about and it strikes me that they and I'm delighted to hear you talk about the parents because I think that that is a piece that's uh, as important as anything else in those conversations because as much as you can do with the education of kids at a younger age group they're going home and that's probably the biggest uh, lesson they're getting but the other thing obviously is where and speaking generally as opposed to about this specific incident where a physical altercation is proven and established to have happened mm-hmm. you have to throw the book at that at that person right like that's that's the message now that comes out of an incident like this. There, there's no place for you in the, in 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 our games. Absolutely, you know there has to there has to be ramifications for what's after happening. You can never reward bad behaviour, um, and that's that's in any in any form of uh, walk of life. You know you have to be able. To, there has to be consequences. You know if 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 you um, go down the road and and you speed on the the M1 at 150 kilometres per hour, there, there's going to be a repercussion for that. So it's, in every walk of life, there has to be a repercussion. Um, 
I, I don't want to get into the, the the nitty-gritty of what there should be and what there shouldn't be because as you, as you said at the outset there's an ongoing investigation and, and that but yes it doesn't matter what it is there has to be there has to be a consequence for mm-hmm. what's happening and the consequence in this case I assume will be quite severe There does tend to be a bit of a culture David as well of in, in GA particularly for whatever reason of a kind of ducking and diving and you take the hit for this and we'll cover up this thing over here and like there does tend to be that sort of a culture of it and, and like almost a bit of omerta you would hope that in an incident like we saw the other night that there are uh, 30 players on the pitch God knows how many maybe 100 people in ter- terms of subs and other coaching staff and, and people watching it the onus now is on those people to come forward and say here's what happened yeah, that would be the honourable thing to do and you would hope that is what's going to happen. I don't want to comment on an ongoing investigation yeah. and the allegation. I mean, we don't know exactly what's happened. Um, I'm sure Roscommon CCC will, will, will finish their report and they'll send it into Crow Park. I would imagine that at the highest level, both the Uchtaran and Art Stewart are extremely disappointed that this has fallen uh, on the GA's desk this week. And I think that they would certainly await the, the report from, from, from the CCC before they, before they get involved or make any statements, if they are even going to do that. But it does come back to, um, you know, the, as you called it, the ducking, the diving. And, and we see far too often um, at, at, at club level as well as inter-county level um, people not owning up and taking responsibility for their actions we find it uh, extremely frustrating as referees that we um, implement the rules on the playing field and then in the boardrooms in the week afterwards um, that legal teams can come in and face against GA volunteer committees um, and uh, uh, hearings committees um, and, and players get off on all sorts of technicalities and it's extremely frustrating and I hope that isn't the case um, in, 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 in this instance I think the honourable thing for, for people to do um, is if they are contacted to be honest about what they have seen or what they have heard and, and let the, the investigation come to full fruition based on the facts Martin I remember hearing from Brian Gavin the former um, Intercardi hurling referee before and he was talking about the fact that he, he watches rugby games and he's jealous like he's envious of the way players talk to referees and the way I guess referees talk to players back like do you ever do you ever sit and watch other sports maybe soccer as well I'm almost jealous of of the way in which referees are treated um, yeah, there there is times, you know, there there is times, particularly in rugby, you know, because of the the massive level of respect between players um, and and referee uh, happens. Yes, there is times where you would say, you know, gosh, I'd love that to happen in air game. I suppose we're we're going back to the education and the communication here. A rugby referee will go in and speak with the teams before a match, and um, there's a there's a rapport between the team and the referee. Um, and and they know where they stand before, you know, the kickoff even happens in rugby. Um, likewise, in the Premier League, um, at the start of the season, the managers will come in, the referees' body will come in, and they'll say, right, here's the issues that we had last season, and here's how we're going to combat them. And it's up to you as as coaching staff to to implement your game plan around these changes that we're going to make to improve our game. The same in Amer- in. Uh, um, Australian football where the referee speaks with the teams before the game so it's it's all down to, to dialogue and, and communication and I suppose um, yes I, I, I do I do get jealous but you know the, the, sometimes 
maybe a little bit of dialogue and and uh, an openness and, and we can learn from rugby uh, in terms of what they do you know can solve a lot of the situations that 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 we have in our, in our game you know and um but you know we're a different sport you know we can't tar every sport with the same brush you know um and we we are a different sport we are a voluntary organization the players the managers and um, the the officials we're all voluntary um and it's it's very hard for us to get the time to to treat it like a a, a professional sport they're all paid um to do their job and they have the time and and they, they have the schedule people make a schedule for them to go in and do all these things but yeah to, to answer your question yeah I, I, at times i am envious of it yeah i asked uh, david this question already when we chatted a couple of months back so i'll ask you as well should there be uh, some professional referees in ga um it depends i suppose depends what model you would go with um at the minute i would say no um but if there was um an appetite within the GA for a number of referees down the line I do see a use for them where there would be your full-time referees they would also be involved in in coaching and improving your the standard of your referees in the provinces and the counties uh, nationwide they would also be involved in I suppose in the off season stuff, we now have a longer off season, uh, particularly for inter county. Um, so the in the off season, they would get an a, I suppose a longer and a better opportunity to work with the mm. the referees and maybe take um, I suppose some new referees through. But at the minute, I don't think that's something that's on the table. But if it, if it was there, there is a use for them. But as I said, the GA is a voluntary organisation. You know the the employees uh, of the GA. You know, are necessary for the day-to-day running of it, but I, I don't think the, re- I suppose, professional referees are a necessity at the moment. David, you, you mentioned the word recruitment there a short while ago. Like, I almost, like, you're sitting there thinking, how are how are the GA going to entice young men and women to get involved and, and become referees? Like, is that is that an issue now when, when young people turn on the news and, and see incidents like this happening? Um, like, is recruitment of referees a, a major issue at the moment? Is it difficult to get them on board? Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it's a new phenomenon that we're aware that the recruitment of referees is extremely difficult. The instant uh, during the week is just going to be a further deterrent. Um, if you ask most of the referees or certainly inter-county referees how they fell into refereeing, none of them are ever going to say, well, I wanted to be an inter-county referee and referee in All-Ireland Football Final. It's usually something that happens by accident when a referee doesn't turn up to a game and you're asked to officiate it because you're just a bystander at the pitch and you might, you might know the rules. So recruitment of referees is extremely difficult and it is a, a difficult pathway to navigate to get from maybe an underage referee or a minor level referee onto the the, the, the panel will say at, at senior club uh, onto a, a provincial panel and onto an All-Ireland panel and it's very difficult and it's time consuming and, and it involves an awful lot of waiting and unlike being a player if you're a good minor player or a good under 21 player you have a straight uh, pathway into the senior county team if you're a good minor referee or a good under 21 age referee it takes you a long time to get to senior club within your own county even longer to get onto a provincial panel and even further longer to get into an All-Ireland panel and and that that because that's just the way the pathway works so what you end up doing is having good referees in their in their early 20s who never get near an All-Ireland panel until their mid-30s and that can be extremely frustrating a long waiting process and of course there's fall off then 
uh, we have a problem with retention because of the, the length of time it takes to, 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 to uh, travel that pathway and get to the top. And, and that can be extremely frustrating. But the recruitment thing is, 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 is really difficult. We see in most counties now at the moment the struggle to get um, referees in to do the, the referee a course at the beginning of the year and no games I'm, I'm aware that not many games are falling by the wayside but that's not because we have a huge volume of referees it's that we have a dedicated core of referees in most counties that are going out two, three, four nights a week to, to officiate but the GAA is going to have a problem going forward if they don't tackle the respect level and the recruitment level of, of, of match officials I'm conscious that you both uh, are um, particularly with you David the noise going on in the background there you've stuff to get to so um, one last one for me just on the Roscommon I don't know were you with us at the, the start David but just to recap uh, from Roscommon this morning where the games there for the weekend have been postponed as uh, referees have decided to take a step back as events from the other night um, unfold and investigations continue can you understand that mindset um, I that's the first I've heard of it um, and it would take me back to um the events of the Dublin Schoolboys League that happened earlier on this year and it's unfortunate that it has come to this I would um, say that I understand the referees in Roscommon's viewpoint on this but also I would hope that they would allow due course to take place allow Roscommon County Board um, to uh, follow up with their investigation and make their report and, and, and let that follow through um, I, I wouldn't like to see an overly big knee-jerk reaction to this it is one incident it is been dealt with and I would hope that those referees will go back to refereeing as soon as as, as, as they're happy with, with, with what Roscommon County Board are doing Yeah, meeting between referees and board officials held last night and games to be postponed this weekend that's the way it's uh, been worded there David, we'll let you off thanks a million Thanks very much guys Good Cheers. morning Martin, your thoughts on that? Yeah, look at it. It's a massive show of solidarity, solidarity with the referees in Roscommon, you know. And I'm sure it didn't happen without dialogue between the the referees board and 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 the Roscommon County Board. And if they felt that that was the right thing to do, well, I'm sure that they've gone with it. And I suppose things are a bit raw in Roscommon at the moment. You know, you can imagine what it would be like to be a referee in Roscommon this morning. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure things are quite raw down there. And and maybe. I suppose more so than it being, um, I, I suppose a, a fallout. I think it's maybe a, a, th- a chance for them to, you know, control all delete and and just take a step back and and you know draw a breath from what's after happening because of of, you know, it, a lot of the referees in Roscommon would be personal friends with that man and and I think more so than it being. Uh, um, I suppose something to get a, a reaction. Um, it may just be the right thing to do and just take a break, you know, and just say, okay, we'll come back at it again in, in two, uh, two weeks' time. Yeah, and we wish him obviously a full recovery as well, which is something I should have said much earlier, uh, which is the important part of all of this. Listen, we really appreciate it. We thought it was an important conversation. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 